You are listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 26, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Last week, I shared with you my journey. So this week, we're going to be talking about how to plan out your weight loss journey. I love when I have good ideas (laughs) and I thought this episode would be a great episode to release right after I talk about my journey because we're going to be diving deep into how I think about planning out a weight loss journey, whether it's my own or my clients or, or anyone's. And, and I know I just talked about mine. So I thought let's do an entire episode for you listening to this who is either on their your journey already or have been thinking about starting a journey. And just to say this, if you have already started your weight loss journey and you're already losing weight, this will still be relevant to you. So just pick out what's useful after you listen to the episode and then just go put that into action and then come back and listen to it again and see what, what else you learn. And if you're just getting started with losing weight, you know you want to, that's why you listen to this podcast you want to have two big goals, you want to be working in your business, working as a coach, and you want to lose weight, and you're ready to get started, this episode is definitely for you. And for more on that conversation of the two big goals, right? Building your coaching business and losing weight. I have an earlier episode of the podcast I will link to in the show notes for you to check out if you haven't already. As you've listened to me talk about how to plan out your weight loss journey, I want you to know it's both useful for short-term increments and for your overall journey. So again, you can listen to this and think about losing 10 pounds at a time like I did and use this for the next 10 pounds. Or you can think about the way I talk about planning out your weight loss journey for your entire journey. So if you want to lose 50 pounds, then listen to this thinking about that goal the 50 pound goal being what you'll use or what you'll think about when you go through this process. Okay, let's get started. We're going to start with your goal and your timeline. For your goal, I have an episode, I think it's called How to Pick Your Weight Loss Goal. It's episode three. Use that episode to go more in depth with picking your goal because I talk about all the things around a goal in the episode and I want you to, to go through that what I talk about in that episode to pick your goal, but I want you to pick your goal for this process and then set a timeline to it. Now, if you listen to my 25 pound journey in last week's episode, you know that I didn't have a timeline to my overall goal. So if you want to be like me and you don't want to have a timeline, that's okay. But for the purpose of learning from yourself And being able to go through this process I'm lining out in this episode, pick a goal and a timeline for an increment of your overall goal. So like I said earlier, use this process with just a part of your weight loss goal if you don't want to set a timeline to your weight loss goal. But if you're like, okay, I want to lose 25 pounds and I want to do it in one year. Okay, 
So now you've got a goal and you've got a, a timeline set to it. And I'll say this, when it comes to picking your goal and setting a timeline to it, I don't think there's any sort of formula you have to follow. Like you don't have to lose a certain amount in a year or lose a certain amount in a week. Kind of go by your gut on this one with how long you want to be on this journey, how long you want to focus on losing weight, how long you're willing to go all in on yourself and commit to this goal. This is probably a a separate conversation uh, when it comes to how long and how you choose that timeline. But I will say this for my clients, the kind of conversation we have is it has a lot to do with their lifestyle, what the purpose of losing weight is. And then also sometimes we clean up their thoughts around how long the journey takes and their thoughts about the journey. Because if you believe that you'll have a good time and you're going to learn so much and you're just, you're going to be good to yourself the whole time. Not that it won't be uncomfortable sometimes or negative and positive, both of those in the entire journey, but like, you know, you'll have your back and you won't beat yourself up the entire time. If you know you will be there for yourself, then to me, my thought is that I don't care how long it takes because the journey is going to be a good one as long as I have my back and I'm good to myself and I don't berate myself or self-sabotage. So that's kind of how I think about, or that's the mindset I have when I think about timeline for goals. Sometimes it's fun to do a short increment within the goal to kind of challenge yourself. Or I do that with, with the weight loss, of course, we've talked about that on the podcast, but also in my business or an exercise goal, or maybe a goal for my house and organizing is I'll have an overall goal, but then I might have a challenging or an impossible goal within that. But I just want you to think about what's your goal, what's a timeline you want you would want to set to it, and just make sure it feels good to you when you think about that amount of time and hitting your goal. Okay, the third piece to this, so you've got your goal, you've got your timeline. Now the third piece is what you're going to work on. So I want you to think about it like this. What do you know that if you were to work on and change, your body would lose weight or as my coach says, would dine in. (laughs) It would dine in inside before you go eat something else. Again, this works for short term or long term. I'll give you an example for myself of a long-term thing that I knew I wanted to work on on my weight loss journey. I don't think I talked about it, about it in the last episode, but I wanted to go off of eating sugary flour and fried foods for the most part as a part of my long-term plan. So I didn't want to really delete or whatever other word other than delete <laughs> um, from my diet, but I wanted to be a person who for the most part just didn't eat those foods. So sugar, flour, and fried foods. So what I did was in the beginning was I would say, okay, I'm going to go from maybe a couple times a day having something with sugar or flour or or something that's fried to just one time a day. And I did that for a couple of weeks. And then I would say, well, every other day. And then I would say once every four days. And then, well, actually, I kind of still stick by that. I like that once every four days. And the reason why it's four days (laughs) It it probably sounds random, but I don't like that the week is seven days long. If I were in charge, I would change that. (laughs) It's too long, but also seven days is not that long. Anyway, I'm so off topic, but 
in my food journal, I will break up the pages. So if you open up your food journal, you've got two pages right there in front of you. And I'll do two days of planning on the left side and two days of planning on the right side. So what I'll do is I'll take a look at four days in advance. And I'll think about my groceries, my meal planning. I do all of that in four day increments. Because of that, I'll just take a look at, well, what day do I want to have something sugary or some ice cream or some pizza or some fries or something like that. And I also include foods like popcorn and chips or just things that foods that I would say are more for entertainment purposes. I would also include in this category and I'll say, well, what day in the next four days do I want to have that? And that's what I've been doing for the last, I would say, two years. I probably started that in 2020 and I like it. So that's an example of something I knew I wanted to work on long term was kind of shifting away from that category of foods that I knew just didn't make me feel good or it made me have more urges and cravings if I had those kinds of foods more often and they just weren't great for my body. And that's kind of how I worked on making those changes over a long period of time and then how I've kept up that change in the now. An example of how to do this on a short-term basis, again, if you think about the question, what do I know that if I were to work on, my body would lose weight? And if you're doing like a short-term increment, you could maybe use the three steps, for example, in episode five, where you write your food down ahead of time. Excuse me, you plan your food, you write it down, and then you honor your food plan. If you were to work on that one thing, you know that you probably would go ahead and lose weight because you would be more aware of what you're eating. You might make better food choices because you're deciding in advance what you'll eat. And that could be something that you know you want to work on and that that would have you losing weight. I want you to think about what you want to be different in your life because you went on this journey, right? We're not just talking about losing weight for the sake of losing weight. That's a fun byproduct, but we're talking about long-term changes and things that you want to be different in your life even after you lose weight. So I want you to think about what do you want to be different in your life because you went on this journey. And you can think about this in a in two ways. So you can think about this in a before and after kind of exercise where you think about what kind of things do you think about now? What kind of things do you do or don't do? What kind of foods do you eat or not eat now? What's your eating patterns look like? What kind of things are you desiring outside of food that you might want to change as well? I know we've talked about desiring life more than food, and that's been a big part of the work I do on myself and with my clients, and it could be helpful in this kind of change too. And then what do you think or what do you want to be different in your after? So when you get to your goal, so what do you want to be believing? What do you want to stop believing? What do you want to be doing or stop doing? And what do you want to be eating or no longer eating? So if you do that exercise, you can use that those answers as a way to help you figure out what you want to work on on your weight loss journey. Okay, the fourth step in this process is to think about what method you'll try and for how long. I want you to think about this as similar to having a 5K running goal. You would, right, you'd set the goal. You would probably research how people become someone who runs 5K at a time. <laughs> Uh, you'd see what was available, what's out there, and then you'd pick what method you'd want to try. And then you'd either decide if you want to use that one method only all the way up until you hit your goal or until the race, or you would decide, I'll try this out for a little bit and then I'll see if I want to change it. 
Of course, all the methods you're researching for your 5K goal will be somewhat similar because of the end goal, right? You're going to be running because the goal is to run a 5K race or just, you know, run a 5K. But you might find that you might prefer the couch to 5K method, or you might prefer a speed training program, or you might prefer a program that has running and weight training in it. So what's important is when you're considering your method, is you think about where you are, what you're willing or not willing to do, and what feels right for you. So all of this applies to your weight loss journey, right? Think about the way you want to work on the things you want to work on, the way you want to lose weight. Go ahead and do some research if you want. There are so many different methods on how to lose weight, of course, right? Just like I said with the running goal, they're all going to be somewhat similar, in that you're doing something to have your body dining in where your body is losing weight by burning off fat instead of storing fat. I don't remember if I went into this in the last episode when I talked about my journey, but I, I've i tried a little bit of everything. I say everything, but a little bit of using lots of working out, lots of exercise to lose weight. I've used, you know, ma- mainly drinking shakes or protein shakes or nutritious shakes and really sticking to a super clean diet. I've tried counting calories, counting macros. I even did a nutrition program. That was one of the last things I tried before I went and found coaching that really dove into experimenting with different kinds of foods that was way more particular than going on a diet. I actually really liked the nutrition program and I use a lot of what what I learned for myself and for my clients. But when I found coaching, that felt right because, and I know I talked about this in the last episode, but it helped me understand the reason why I was overeating and I was over desiring food and feeling out of control. I had tried all of these different methods and I tried them for different amounts of time and I would switch and try something new. And so you've probably done this where you've researched things and you decided I will try this method or I'll try this method for a little while and then maybe I'll try something new. You've probably done this. You're probably familiar with what I'm talking about, but In this process, we're sticking it in towards the end because you're already talking about what you want to work on in the third step. We're kind of changing how we go about this journey about losing weight because we're talking about or thinking about what you want to work on when it comes to your goal and when it comes to your timeline. And we're even really thinking about our timeline in a very specific way, rather than just going to the method to figure it out. So whether it's a diet and exercise program, or a nutrition program or coaching, of course, I will add coaching as a method. It's what I think is the best way to go about losing weight. I will say that all day, every day. I promote coaching because it's what worked for me. It's what helped me understand myself so much more. And it's what helped me lose weight and let the weight loss be a fun byproduct of the changes I was making in my life and in my relationship with myself. So coaching, I would say, is definitely a method. And I would highly recommend using coaching to help you lose weight, whether it's your own coaching and your own coaching tools, which we've covered on an episode of this podcast or hiring a coach. And you also have options there, whether it's a program, a membership, a group, or one-on-one, which is what I do. Coaching is definitely a method I would recommend researching. But to finish up this fourth step, I want you to think about and then decide what method you'll try 
And then think about for how long. How long do you want to go about trying coaching or trying a diet or trying exercise or trying a nutrition program? And that leads us into the fifth step, which is evaluating. I like to add, or I like that I added evaluating into this process because it allows you to say, yep, I'll try this method. This is what I'm going to work on. Here's my goal. Here's my timeline. And then this evaluation is going to happen at this time. Maybe it's a month, three months, six months down the road but it's a decided time for you to check in, see how things are going, see what you're learning, and then decide if you want to recommit to this method and keep going or try something new. So it pairs really nicely because it means that you're not stuck with just doing one thing, but you've committed for a certain amount of time before you evaluate or maybe do a big evaluation. You could always do smaller evaluations throughout your time, but you know that on this date in six months, I'll evaluate, I'll see what I learned because of course you learn something to see what worked, what didn't, what do I like, what do I not like, do I want to keep doing this, why or why not, and then make your decision from there. Remember, we are scientists. We're observers of ourselves. Evaluating is the most fun. I mean, it's almost the best part for me because you get to learn from what you just did, right? You're not missing out on the opportunity to learn from the last few months of trying this nutrition program, you went and did that. And then you took a look back and you reviewed and you got to see what worked and what didn't and how much you learned and what you get to take with you forevermore from now on. And you can use evaluating to check your progress on your journey as well, to check on yourself, to check in with how you're feeling about the goal, about the timeline, even on what you've decided that you want to work on, remember from step three. So evaluating is a really important part of this journey. So let's talk about what evaluating looks like. I'm going to share with you how we evaluated things in the army, in the military. I was in the military for a long time, and I really like the way they taught us to do reviews and evaluations. And then I'm going to share with you what my coach has taught me, my business coach, when it comes to evaluating. But I just want to say that if you already evaluate in your coaching business, or as a coach yourself, you could use that same evaluation process for this step, right? You don't have to recreate the wheel. So if you're already evaluating in other areas of your life, just use that in this step and just make sure that you've decided what your eval on your weight loss journey will look like and how often you'll do it. And again, like I said earlier, you might do a weekly eval or a monthly eval, but then you might do a, I'm going to try this exercise program for six months and then... I'm going to do a big eval and see what I've learned and what I want to do, whether it's continue on or try something new. Okay, so the first form of evaluating I learned from my time in the military, and it goes like this. You'll say what was supposed to happen. So I was supposed to do this exercise program. It was supposed to be for 80 days. I was supposed to lose X amount of pounds maybe gain X amount of pounds of muscle. That was what was supposed to happen. And then the second part is what actually happened. So then you're taking a look at the data. Well, I did this many days of the exercise program. I lost this much weight. I gained this much muscle. And there's my first part of the eval, what was supposed to happen and what actually happened. And then you go into what things worked or the way the military says it are sustains, right? What you want to keep doing what you want to sustain. And then you'll go into improves and what didn't work, things you want to improve upon, 
And if you keep going with that method, that you'll want to change as you continue on. So what was supposed to happen, what actually happened, sustains and improves. I really like that form of evaluating because it has you check the data in the beginning. My business coach, Stacey Bayman, she teaches this way of evaluating. She says, what worked, what didn't work, and what will I do differently? And the way she teaches it is you always start with what worked, which also the military does as well. But it's this idea of getting your brain focused on the things that are working first, because if you're anything like me... (laughs) You can come up with all the things that aren't working. I mean, they fire really quickly for you (laughs) and your brain isn't maybe as juiced up or ready to go to answer what's working or what's worked. So here's your opportunity to answer that first and to get your brain good at finding the things that are working first. If you want, you can combine those where you say what was supposed to happen, what actually happened, and then what worked, what didn't work, and what will I do differently? And then that is a useful way to evaluate the goal, the timeline, what you decided you wanted to work on, what method you're using. And you could do that again. You can do that on a short-term basis. And what I mean short-term is like evaluate weekly or bi-weekly, or you could use that and evaluate the method you decided to try out. Maybe that's in three months, maybe it's in six months and check on your progress, see what you've learned. And then again, decide, do you want to keep trying that method? Or do you want to try something else? Okay, so that's my five-step process on planning your goal. That's how I plan my weight loss journey. That's the way I think about it. And I want to point out to you how scientific and data-driven this process is. And I think that's useful because what we're teaching our brain here is This is a journey and this journey isn't about what we've done right, what we've done wrong, needing to figure it out now or hurry up and get this over with. Instead, it's like, no, this is this is just a process. This is a journey. We set a goal. We set a timeline. We decide what we want to work on. We decide what method we want to use and then we evaluate and then we do it again. And that's how I like to think about really any journey I decide to go on, you could use this for anything. And it really makes it way more appealing, (laughs) appetizing. It makes me want to go on a weight loss journey because the way I've broken down how to plan your weight loss journey is so free of drama. And that's how I want you to be thinking about your journey, whether you're on one now and you're just going to take one thing and make that change from this episode or whether you're about to get started I want it to be drama free. I want it to be more data driven, more full of observations and you being a scientist throughout. Instead of giving you powerful questions for the end of this episode, I want you to think about this instead. We've all been taught, whether it's on purpose or by learned experience, how to eat, how to think about food, how to think about your body, how to think about weight even. And I want you to consider This journey that you're going on, however long you've decided, right, when you set your goal and you set your timeline, I want you to think about it as your own personal deep dive into how you want to think about food and your body, how you want to eat or don't want to eat, how you want to think about weight. If it's a year, then that entire year gets to be not only you going after your weight loss goal, but being intentional with your relationship with food and your body. It gets to be you deciding on purpose 
not by living by default anymore of what the past has taught you, but by being intentional about what you want to be thinking about food and your body moving forward for the rest of your life. This right here is why I love losing weight and helping people losing weight so much. I think that it can be an amazing journey to go on because it's not just about the weight loss. But if you have a weight loss goal, you can learn so much and unlearn so much and forevermore change your relationship with yourself, your relationship with food, your body, and then you get to keep those changes for the rest of your life. Isn't that amazing? This is why I love being a weight loss coach. I'll always be a weight loss coach and I never get tired of it because I just think about it in this in this light and it just makes it so much fun and so fulfilling for me to do every day as my job. I'm just, I'm so blessed. This is the best. <laughs> I'm a poet and didn't know it. All right, that is it for today's episode. We went through my five-step process of how to plan your weight loss journey. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and let us know what you loved about it and then share this with your fellow life coach. If you want help with this kind of work, with planning your weight loss journey like a scientist, letting it be drama-free, and then losing weight with someone helping you each step of the way, I can help you. That's what I do with my clients. It's what I do with my coaching business. They help people lose weight with coaching. So they learn why they're emotional eating, why they're over-desiring food, and then how to stop that, and then change their relationship with food and themselves for the rest of their lives. If that's something you're interested in, you could always email me at hello at pagewoman.com and let me know you're interested or send me a message on Instagram at lifecoachpageb. All right, y'all. I'll see you next week. Bye.